0: This is a Niche Radio podcast. For more, visit (laughs) www.nicheradio.co.za. Welcome to come join us, our first podcast channel. I've got the very special Zalia from Bert that is working currently at KWV and she's also the winemaker of the beautiful Mentors Wines in South Africa. It's one of the top wines in South Africa and she's also worked with numerous other wines also part of the KWV collection which is La Barrie, and then also Cathedral Selle. Am I right? Here we go. And uh, we're very excited to be here in Paul. I mean, all the way from Johannesburg. But we can just have our lovely conversation yeah. in about the afternoon and so forth. But, is all tell us, how did it all start? Where did you come from? What was your idea about wine? Did you,
1: you know, where you grew up? Everything. Tell us more. Just so where do I start? Uh, I was actually wanted to become a tennis player. After okay. s- <coughs> straight off the school, I uh, went to America on a scholarship, a four-year scholarship, and then in the first three months, I told my ACL. And that was the end of my tennis career. So I actually didn't think of studying anything. But then the love for wine started um, when I went to Stellenbosch, like all of we did. And um, (laughs) Stellenbosch with all the wines and all the nice wine farms. And my dad is actually in the uh, viticulture. Yes. So, I grew up with wine in the house.
0: Okay, fantastic. So,
1: when I grew up, every Sunday morning, after church, we could get a small glass of wine just to let us taste it. And I think there it started to, the passion for wine started. Totally. So, then I studied at the university for four years, and I had to do an internship in my fourth year. Yeah. So, I did 3 months' internship at KWV because I grew up in Paul. I was born in Uppington. Okay. Um, I lived only there for six months, Um, but I think that's also a good background (laughs) for all the the wine purposes. Uh, So, yeah, I went to school in Paul and then I came back to KWV to do my internship for three months. And then after, in my final year, they asked me back. Um, to kind of come and join the KWV team okay. That was in 2009 So I've been at KWV now for 10 years I uh, started focusing on white wines So I did all the portfolios Of all the white wines at KWV um, Starting from La Berie, MCC's The Blanc de Blanc that we have here Blanc de Blanc That's one of my favourites by the way 2011 um, And yeah we, The current vintage is going to be 2014 now Okay um, spend about 30 months on the lease, very creamy, textured, but still fresh and in the mm. champagne method. Mm. Um, and then I did uh, all the Laboury white wines, the classic white wines. So our tiering work, it's Arbor and it's our flagship wine. Then it's the Mentors range, then Cathedral Cellar, Laboury and Rudeberg, and then we've got our classic collection. Um, also, Rudeberg turns. 70 years old this year, so it's Hello. probably the oldest brand, one of the oldest brands in South, South Africa. Africa. Um, it's, a, it's a red blend consisting of Cabernet, Shiraz, bit of Merlot, focusing on Petit Vidot as, well, uh-huh. as well in the blend. Um, and then we've got our Cathedral Cellar Wines. Um, so, yeah, I started out making a lot of different portfolios at KWV, mm. and ever since three years ago, I've been focusing on all our premium wines, that's including Peralt, Dr. Charles, Rudeberg, Dr. Charles, a flagship. And then... So you've wine. literally worked on every single line? On most of the lines. I've done sparkling wines, MCCs... Um, That's impressive. White how wine. many is in your white
0: portfolio? If we, not look, if we look at different ranges, how many varieties would you say at the end of the day, per range that you work with? How many goes along? Yes, we
1: probably work about 80 to 100 different SKUs. That's there's insane. Quite a lot. The Mentors' the wines used to be 15. And now we just started focusing on certain varietals. Now yes. we're at eight. Um, but then you still get the Sauvignon yeah. Blanc Semions and the Noble eight Harvest and special releases that we bring out every year. But uh, the mental cellar was created in 2006 as an experimental cellar. Not really to produce wines. Seriously? Um, yeah, you know, just to, for the winemakers a playground for the winemakers to play around and yes. uh, to do experimentation experiments and trial different regions and different varietals. So we do a Grenache Blanc, we do a Grenache Noir. Um, It's very interesting
0: uh, varieties because you don't often see those varieties in the And
1: That's actually the focus because it's also educational for the winemaking team but not just for the winemaking team but for the whole South Africa to introduce people to new different varietals, Mm. different regions. We get Sauvignon Blanc from five to six different regions and we keep it separate and Seriously, play around. You don't integrate them at right. all. We play around with it. We keep it separate as far as we can. And that's a nice thing about the mentors portfolios We, I, 2012. I went to our marketing team and said to them, listen, I've got a darling savio Blanc and a Stalemov savio Blanc and both are looking exceptionally good. Yeah, so we um, can we put two savio Blanc in the range? Yes, we can. That's how we put the Cabernet from Stellenbosch and from Darling, mm. also
0: in the bottle. They got completely different characters. I mean, um, I personally lately I've been drinking specifically the Sauvignon Blanc, which is 2013 Darling. I mean, imagine 2013. is quite a while ago. It's like six years ago, and you would think for white wine, mm, flat, mm-hmm. there you see. Um, this is fantastic, uh, by the way, and I don't know if you can we still buy it. Is
1: yes, still it's, still buy it? Avali-
0: it's still available at your emporium. Am I yes, right? Yes, at okay. the wine
1: emporium, you can still buy it. There's even 2012s. There's 2013, 2014. There's but, a yellow. But and this Darling, Darling
0: area, especially along the yes. west coast, is amazing. It's got it's super textured, like flavours, but crisp. It's yeah, like very, that salt, yeah. you know,
1: very, very, almost. New Zealand style, yes. but then just with the freshness. Okay, I um, And the integration, I always say, like Sauvignon Blanc, the acidity is always very high, but you need to give the wine time to marry. Of so the, everything That's needs to That's why I like marry, this, by the way. And it <laughs> integrates, and then the acidity number doesn't get lower yeah. over time. It just integrates with mm-hmm. the wine, and I think this I is also. I said it also helps
0: with age. Am I right? Yes. Yes.
1: It it does. It just all the flavors and the acidity, and this, there's no oak in this, but usually with red wines as well, the oak, everything just get together. So basically integrates Integrates very well. Very well. And that's also a thing, focus for the mental sellers, educating people to drink all the white wines. I'm 100% with I think that. South Africans, oh. we as a, a nation, we like drinking. We want the 2020 20 now. Yes. We actually want to drink... A 2020, somebody mm. like if I ask someone, they'll say, No, I want the fresh." But don't you think our older generation, like my parents and so forth, I know that literally, as everything has
0: been tanked and it's there, they want to drink it next yes, week.
1: But I think they also grew up um, in an era where everything was ready, available, and they didn't understand wine like we are understanding mm. wine now and appreciating wine because when. Um, it's so interesting you
0: say that. Sorry, I'm interrupting, but I spoke to Lawrence the other day, well, yesterday, and Lawrence said exactly the same thing. He said, Millennials are drinking different wines yes. to our parents because of the fact that we're also going niche, more selective, and we are willing to spend on a variety of different types of wine, but also knowing exactly where it's coming right. from and how it's aging,
1: all of that. And we, are, we like the experimental side of life, 100%. Everything in life, we want to push the boundaries, we want to try new things. We, um, it's the same with wine making, we really want to do things that's not textbook, mm. and if you tell me you're going to be different in one way, I'll do it, immediately. Mm. And I think that's with the millennials as well now, we try to drink different wines. And I had a, something interesting, is one of my friends, her son is just first year at university, yeah. and she gave him like spending money and um, every week he comes back and he said, Mom, I don't have any money. And she's like, why? why? And he said, because you educated me to drink wine, not beer. <laughs> and wine, to drink quality wine yeah, is a lot expensive. more expensive yeah. than just having a few beers. Then she couldn't and actually Yeah, you know, and she couldn't. to say, no, I need to give you more spending money. Um, so it's really, you know, the younger generation are starting to understand wine. Yeah. They're starting to appreciate it. Mm. And, I just look at my parents. When they started drinking wine, they were drinking only sweet wine. Yes. Uh, coming from Uppington as well. Um, <laughs> they were drinking only only sweet wine. And, um, it, no offense, they, Uppington. <laughs> no, no, I love them. I'm also born and bred Uppington. And and they were only started drinking wine when they were 35 or 40. And now suddenly everyone's drinking wine when they're 20. And they're starting to drink wine lot earlier Mm. and it's very good for the wine industry Mm. another thing is just to educate the people to appreciate wine Mm. and i think this is what we're doing really well with our mentors wines is educating people with all the white wines you can drink all the white wine a 2011 grenache blanc is perfect yeah and appreciate wine with food it just express a lot more if a wine complements a food and the food complements a wine, you know you have a perfect Especially the
0: complex, food, higher, oh, yeah. alcohol type of wines I find. spicy food.
1: Curries but with you know all the white
0: wine. They struggle with spicy food sometimes because they say it can either make or break. I know some people... That pair the bubbly with, it. that's actually no bubbles for you. Yeah. One day told me it's a bit hectic because of the bubbles and the spice and the chilli. He said, "Don't put them together; yeah, they go mean. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's,
1: if you if you if you take a younger sparkling wine, it would be overpowering. But yes. if you take a, a sparkling wine that's eight to ten years old, okay, I get it. You get yeah. that complexity. The mousse is a bit bigger; it's not that fine mousse, mm. and the acidity is not that sharp anymore. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and Sauvignon Blanc is a big passion for us. Uh, we from Elim From Darling From Stellenbosch Yeah And that's our focus Experimentation um, Doing different varietals Niche varietals The next wine um, The wine actually in our glass Yeah I think we need to Try take a sip it. Yeah Let's So you can see What are see we drinking? The, uh, Petit the Mentor's Petit Widow. It's You're not allowed to choose Between your kids But I must I must <laughs> be honest <this laughs> You've always been a firm favourite I'm a firm favourite of Petit Widow. And the thing is I don't think South Africans have seen the potential of this varietal in South Africa yet. Um, Petit Verdot Bordeaux. What makes it so different? In Bordeaux, it it's usually used in a blend, just because it doesn't get to full ripeness. Okay. So it always got that more herbaceous side to it, and you don't get that bright and dark fruits in the wine. But in South Africa, we're fortunate; we have this wonderful weather. Mm. We get. Optimum ripeness, it's a late varietal, so it gets time to get to optimum ripeness. So it actually does completely Mm. different in
0: our climate compared to France. And
1: that's why you won't get, in Mm. France, you won't get a 100% single varietal Petit Vidot. And this wine, we started making it in 2008, and ever since I've seen this varietal, it just got into my heart, and I started experimenting with it. I play around with whole berries, yeah. bit of whole bunches. This is a 2016 vintage. We only bottle um, 4000 liters. It just got scored 95 by Tim Atkins, one double gold. It's the only Petit Widow that got sure. double gold at, at very Uh We recently were nominated as top 12 female winemakers in the UK with this specific amazing. wine. So I think, and it's got a 13.5% alcohol, um, this is a blend of Stalemosh, uh, Walker Bay and Robertson this And the Stellenbosch give you the structure, where the Walker Bay give you the red fruits and elegance mm. And Robertson give you concentration of mm. fruit It's and interesting you saying you don't blend white
0: with white, you know, like you yeah. were saying Sauvignon Blancs so You don't mix yeah. them, but with red you tend but to...
1: We, we keep it separate we yeah. vinified separate okay in the cellar yes, yes, and yes. then at the end everything's focused still on okay. quality. Okay. So if 100% Stellenbosch is the best for me this mm. year, I'll bottle it. The 2017 vintage that we're only releasing in July um, is 100% Stellenbosch.
0: I see. So, so it really depends
1: on it, the quality? It depends yeah. on the quality. I'll put the mm the 100% Stellenbosch, the Walker Bay, the Robertson separately in front of us, and then I'll start playing with blends, mm. and we'll do a blind tasting. How many blends do you normally do? Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> That's i us. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you that um, blending time takes me a month, because I taste every single different varietal, select the best of each region, then I'll go and draw every single barrel then do a blind tasting of all the barrels and then do selection. So this will go into 100% petty, this will go into our Peril brand, this will go into the August truck. So this
0: one I'm seeing here, yeah. how many times if you go and count it now, will it be that you did how
1: many tastings before getting Probably to this? Probably about seven to ten tastings. And With then it's blind panel, blind panel tasting, in it. every block, every barrel, um, then only selecting the best That's why we It's not a volume driven brand mm. It's all about quality All about education All about experimentation Just trying to create a flagship brand That enhance the whole portfolio mm. of KWB Everything that works in this cellar The mental cellar We take to the biggest cellar okay. So if I tried Stella Marsh, <laughs> Petit Verdot 30% whole bunches Then I'll tell the other winemakers Hi guys, this works with this region, this block work with this vinification process. Yeah. And the thing for me is, there's three things of wine making that's the most important is optimum ripeness, your picking date, pH management, your acidity in the wine, and then also your barrel selection. Mm. You can make the best wines if you don't select the perfect right, barrels. Is. It's not going to enhance Um, the flavors of the wine. Do you
0: find that certain barrels or certain styles of wood is obviously better with certain varieties?
1: Certain styles of wood, toastings, uh, regions, France, uh, uh, America, Hungarian, oak, Mm. different varietals, different regions, different soils, different blocks. I've been working with the barrels for 10 years now, I taste about 2,000 barrels every second month. Um, And And you change every year. I used to change every year, but now I've got You know, you I know exactly. So, Stalemos Cabernet from Simonsburg and Halderberg, I use different barrels. And I know what brands goes better with different barrels. Mm. So, when I did the selection this year, it was almost easy because I can say, I've got this in the wine, Cabernet from Salori Spas, with dark fruits, and it's going. I'm aiming for these three brands, and um, this barrel with a high toasting give me this flavours. It works with Dr Charles, where elegance, light toast, um, complement the fruit. Goes for Perot, mm. uh, bit of fruit concentration and bold structure goes with Mentos. So I know which barrels to, to it's select like a whole method. For, and, and 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 it's so interesting how you get a track record of every single block, every single year, you know exactly what works best mm. with that specific wine, varietals, amazing. where you want to go. Yeah. Same with um, the varietals, mm. if you, we go as far as picking a block, there's a block of Shiraz on the yeah. top of Fall Mountain yeah. and I do six different pickings. Morning sunside, afternoon sunside, first 13 rows, then the 17 rows. And then I bring it into the cellar separately and then also divide it into four to five different tanks. Then I'll do whole bunches, whole berries, natural ferment, inoculation, punch-downs versus pump-overs. At the end of harvest, I've got 36 different wines of that one block. Jeez. Um, so it's all about experimentation, all about educating. We also get a lot of university students into bring them and educate them yeah. about the whole winemaking and yeah. yeah.
0: So you start to constantly have new people? Yes. You just, as well. yeah. Do you bring them back? Come, do they come back like you came back again to KWB, do you?
1: We try to. There's uh, one um, intern that we kept now. Yes. We appointed as a training winemaker from the 1st of April. So it's, it's really it's exciting and it's bringing the new generation into And do you, you find experiment?
0: things have changed already between where you were at at university now for the new innovation
1: coming yes. in as well? Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I think... Um, Are you open for it? Yes, <laughs> I think that's a problem with yeah. my personality. Like, so I'm always <laughs> going to be open for change and always going to be... If you, like I said, if you tell me a textbook tell you to do it like this, it's... I'll do it totally different. Yeah. Just one... Um,
0: so you like the innovation? You like I them coming like in with new ideas and things? New
1: ideas. I'll question them. Yeah. I'll ask them, okay, so what's the idea behind it? Yeah. And then I'll always say, let's do it. Let's see. Because um, they already
0: are other different generation than us. Yes. You know, we're the typical millennial. They are not behind yeah, it. I don't yeah, know which one is not behind it. But yeah,
1: but it's, it's it's new innovations. I think a company that would are doing... Companies that's doing good now is focusing on yeah, innovation. We were, yeah,
0: we were talking about it earlier with stagnating. You yeah. can't. If no. you're a small business today, even a small business or big business itself, mm. eh, And you let time flow too long. Yeah. I think the the innovation needs to constantly give it yeah, and, and the timing. Everything yeah.
1: happens so quickly these days. And I think I, I think, ten, fifteen years ago, uh, when you started to become a winemaker, yeah, you were only a winemaker. Yeah. Now suddenly. You need to know marketing, you need to know sales, you need to know, know the PR side, you need to be presentable, you need to talk to people, yeah. you, you're actually an entertainer okay. and if you can't entertain people and make them laugh and you, you can have a 20 rand bottle of wine or a 500 rand bottle of wine, it can be this, the I same so agree if, with you. if you've got a personality and a story behind the brand. Yes. And I don't think we all, our wine people, need to get the people excited about wine. Yes. Um,
0: but the thing is, it's all as well, no offense, but not everyone is a rock star. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone can perform and do that and so forth. That's why you try and get people that, I think you invest, as companies should invest in people like yeah. that, that mm.
1: basically represents them. That's yeah. the whole thing. And I, I, I know a lot of, it's not a lot of people's personality, but I think you need to get out of your comfort zone and what is, what is wine? mm it's a personality. Totally, and it's alive. Eh? And it's Constantly. a live product from nature, and it's changing. Mm. It's like we are growing up. Every single wine is growing up. Yes, It's changing its hairstyle. It's changing its flavor profile. It's changing its perfume. It's yep. changing every single thing in the glass. And we need to keep up with that. Totally. And um, it's exciting. It's It's really... And you need to engage. Yep. I think for me... The most important thing is my personality, one of those personalities that I don't always know what I like more. Do I like people more or do I like wine more? (laughs) And it's so positive being in the wine industry because I can enjoy my two favorite things in life. You can do both. Yeah. I enjoy socializing Mm. with friends and the wine just make it even better. Fantastic. Talking about enjoying and
0: socializing, what else do you do besides making wine? Yo. And drinking
1: wine. That's about 90% of my time. Seriously? Um, no, I really enjoy spending time with my friends. Okay. Uh, going away for weekends. Where well, do you normally just, go away
0: if you would go away?
1: We go to Langebon Okay, so you like the West Coast? Yes, Langebon. Love I grew west coast. up in Hermione's side but um, nowadays go to Langebon with the family. We've got a house there. Uh, I enjoy spending time with my sister's kids and uh, we play around and. The
0: like lacquatani. Yeah. The, the, uh, Aunt. the one, uh,
1: <laughs> the kway one, but also the one. But, um Why do people call you Zal Kwaiki?
0: Yes. <laughs> so Thank you. For, sorry, for those of you that's English, Kwaiki means Zal.
1: Little cross. little cross cross one, yeah. But I I must be honest, um, I can sometimes still be. um, I get a lot of people telling me, you know, you need to change your nickname to smiley. But I don't smile that much. But um, no, I got the nickname when I was two years old. Okay. So I got the nickname from my mom. I was quite a terror when I was younger. And um, I'm quite full famous with food and with everything. I'm still... Uh, there's certain things you don't know about me I, uh, I don't like eating with my hands Okay um, I'll always use a knife and fork um, My food's not allowed to touch each other Are you the, a bit OCD? But, uh. but uh, I'm, I'm managing that in a way You should see me in the cellar The first two years I had to wash my hands the whole time Because if you get that stickiness Imagine. on your hands You just I go and wash my hands
0: But if you're in the lab and stuff Obviously you need to be very hygienic Yes yeah. Yeah, But
1: we've got a lab at K W V. So we're okay. a bit spoiled with that. Uh, we don't do any analysis ourselves. Okay. Um, we just send the sample in. <laughs> amazing team. <laughs> that is amazing. Team, yeah, they yeah. everything. And that's a that's a positive or a, a big advantage for us at K W V. We've got all the facilities, all the experts mm. with us in one one team. Okay. Um, so we really start like a one-stop shop, pretty much. Yes, right? we really start with. Um, I can focus on winemaking. Yeah. I've got experts in the lab, in the vignettes, our producers. So this what you see in the bottle is not a one man band. It's a whole team. From the vignettes. You can see it, eh? From the vignettes to the marketing team to the sales team that put that bottle of mentors on the table and they can present it even better than I can. Mm. So it's a one focused team. Pretty much as good as your team. Yes. At the end of the day. Yeah, and I uh, someone the people always say that your team is only as strong as the weakest link in the team. I agree with that, but sometimes also not. I believe that a team is as good as a good leader. And as a winemaker, I believe that you need to be the first one to put on the lights in the cellar in the morning and switch it off in night. That's 100%. Because um, you're the leader. You lead by example, and people follow a leader that works as hard as they do and um, i think it's a passion if if you don't believe in your product, i think that
0: word passion gets very undermined because it, it, it's used very loosely, loosely yeah. and i think yeah. to me personally if you don't live it you no. literally no. need to live it you to too. be it your passion i mean remember we were in chef school and the the day i came in there the one oh. chef uh said to us um okay passion the word is very thrown around and i can tell you all of all of you sitting here five percent will make it that was set to us on the first day okay then you're sitting there you're going like this and you're so scared and he's this guy's already breaking you before you even start you know and i must say that it sort of was true we were in a class of eventually 50 people and eight of us passed one time one time the rest had to continue yeah. doing it and finish it <laughs> half of our group after our prac fell out you know and, and and it's it's very true the passion thing i think is a core deeply core. core thing i come out from a, r- a wine valley you know and the wine like you were saying about the sweet wine on a sunday it's exactly what we did mm. um, we grew up like that we had used to have a little bit of wine on a sunday have a sip you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not a Bedunerkop after that, but <laughs> it was fine. I mean, um, but that's how you got used to wine. Yeah. That's why the day that I, okay, we did enjoy our wine at Salenbosch and a lot of it, but you weren't completely, oh my God, i no, got know, alcohol. alcohol. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's completely a thing you grew up with yeah. and that you got educated to. Yeah. That's the big thing about, I think, alcohol mm. specifically in our, you know, in our setups and where we live and so forth And as the well. thing
1: for me is, you can immediately see in one minute, you can see if someone has got passion. Mm. And if you start forgetting about everything else, if you go into a conversation, it's like me, I'm a lot on my phone and busy with social media and talking to everyone. And But if you start talking about wine, I'll immediately leave my phone. Mm. And then I'll go into... And I'm a wine geek. <laughs> I love talking about wine. <laughs> and one of my friends, one she came to visit me and she said to me can we just not talk about wine I'm like you're going to drink it so what else are we going to talk about if we're not talking about wine then we don't have a conversation Um, but luckily my friends are all big they know you very well big wine supporters and especially brand supporters um, just because we educate each other and you're never too old to learn totally Um, every single day when you take a sip of any wine, you are learning something
0: new. Awesome. Yiselle, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate Pleasure. it. It's awesome being here with you, here at KWB's head office. And we'll definitely catch up with her later this year. We've got LaBrie as part of Come Join Us this year. That's also, which is pretty much our Come Wine With Us of the year, which is taking place in September. So we will definitely see her, hopefully then, or one of your other winemakers, as it's quite a big team, yeah. But thank you very much for your time, and Till next time. Just keep on drinking. Thank you. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za.